Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Weight Loss Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. <laughs> nope, I'm not. <laughs> I can't even say my fucking name right. <laughs> I'm Sandra Priestley. <laughs> I'm a leadership coach for female entrepreneurs and I'm a feng shui practitioner. Clearly I have a problem speaking today. Maybe it's too many canned Moscow mules. You're on the cans again. I'm on the cans again. I, it's like, I don't know. I should, I don't know what, but I'm clear. I'm going down in class. You know, I, I, I buy Dom Perignon champagne and canned goods. Can it's called balance, Sandra. Balance. We've talked about this before. It's called balance. So I am drinking Muddler's Moscow Mule today with mm -hmm. real ginger, I might add. It's the classy part. Um, so what are you tell me what you're drinking? And hopefully I'll well, get my shit together. First of all, happy Thursday. But oh, yeah. second of all, Paul got this peach Jim Bean. And apparently him and his buddy were into it this weekend because it's like halfway empty. So it, I thought I had some wine chilling in the fridge and I did not. And so I thought I could use a little badassery. So I'm going to, you know, go ahead and go for it. I don't know what it tastes like. So I you have a glass of water. Awesome? It's like backer. you... You go badass and I go lower class. I don't, I don't know what. Well, was. I mean, it's Jim Beam. I don't think it's like, come on, you know Sam. What's interesting. I have to tell you this, though. I know how you like your peanut butter whiskey with, you know, the, oh, it looks good. It's good. Very good. Okay. So Peach. my son, he, um, he drinks like, the swear jar whiskey mm -hmm. and he drinks, he loves like the really good, like, um, um, Matthew McConaughey whiskey. He, he loves that. Just that sounds sexy. Right. I know. I mean, I, I think I would oh drink that no matter what it tastes like. Right. Oh, I think it's bourbon. It's Matthew McConaughey's bourbon. Well, shit, I know. I'm going to have to learn how to drink that. Yeah, you totally. And, um, so he like he drinks like the hard stuff like he likes the like you know I gotta tell you he likes the peanut butter whiskey. <gasps> good. I know. Shocking. Okay, that makes me. I, that makes me feel good. I know. I I was saying to him I brought this peanut butter whiskey and he's like, oh what? That's not whiskey. As it turns out, mm. he's a fancy pants who likes it himself. So. There we go. It was like, ah, your mom has whiskey that you like. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. so, so I will tell you bonding with my boy over whiskey has kind of been the coolest thing out of this whole thing. I mean, of course, having it with you every week. Oh, I know. There is something like, cause he's always drank wine with me because that's just what I'll drink. Yeah. And so it's like, now we have this elevated experience and, um, mm -hmm. yeah, badass. It's like a, how I always imagine, you know, when you watch those shows and like guys bond over cigars. Yes. You know what I mean? Like there's like this thing it, that's, yes. that's what kind of is reminding me. Of. Well, and it's funny because when we went to my brother's for the wedding, he 
stopped or somehow acquired um, Cuban cigars. Oh. And so he brought those for him and Paul. And I think there was maybe some extras in case anyone wanted them. And it was his first Cuban cigar he's ever had. Cool. Um, and I did have a puff off of him or Paul's. I'm not sure who, yeah. just because it's a Cuban cigar. You got to. Like, and my bad. mother was like, what are you doing? And I was like, it's living the life. That's right. It's a new experience, <laughs> mom. <laughs> so how was your week? My week was really good. I went to, um, so my daughter already graduated. She finished all of her classes. So now I have two, two kids. It's funny, you know, how all of a sudden they are not one years old anymore. And then bam, they're adults. But anyway, so she's done all of her classes. And then, um, we went to Saskatchewan on the weekend and, um, so my daughter was the escort of a friend of mine, uh, the, the son of a friend of mine. And so she went to his grad and we knew each other from when we lived in Grand Cash, um, small little town. And so it was so fun because we have not seen these people. Well, one of the friends I had not seen for 16 years. And then, um, my, my friend, like we were the best of friends, uh, Cam and her husband and myself and Carla. And so like, and our kids and everything. Right. And they moved away when like Cole was three and Shay was one, I think, or two and four somewhere in around there. And they've reconnected. Like it's the coolest thing ever. But what we were talking about when we were there was kind of similar to the conversation we had last week where you were talking about how um, you went back to a wedding and Mm -hmm. it was like, I can't show up as 23 or 27 year old. old I need to show up as 50 year old Lee. Mm -hmm. And how easy it is to just slip back into those roles. Yeah. It's, it was that way, but in a good way, not in a, I'm going to show up as, you know, 30 year old Sandra, but it was like, kind of, we did, but in the greatest of ways, like the conversation. Was it like y'all just never missed a beat? Yes. Yes. It was like, we just slipped back into our roles. But as adults, yeah, <laughs> like as, but as, I think it's the comfort level. And you have that with some yeah. people where you don't yeah. see them forever. Yeah. And then you get back together and it's that same kind of attraction or yes. connection. It's like, was, you're not nervous. No, yeah. You're not like, it's just like, you just don't skip a beat and you just flip back in. It was yeah. the coolest thing. I had the coolest conversation with our friend's son, who's a, a football player. Um, I think he's a year younger than Cole. And I felt like a badass football mom. I like was totally in the conversation with this dude. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, where's the whiskey? I kicked some ass here. Right. And, and isn't it weird seeing those kids grown? Like after not seeing, I'm sure they yeah. were little. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I think when he left, he might've been two or three because they left before us. Like there was two sets, like three sets of us. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
there. So yeah, I think, I think this, I don't know, Logan would have been maybe two or three. Like it was like, it was next level. Cool. Yeah, I went awesome. for like 5k walk, uh, five kilometer walk. Okay. 3.4 miles. miles. No, it was, no, it was miles. Cause that's how our, our oh, okay. Five miles. So five mile walk every nice. morning and just like in this farmland, it was just mm. like coming home. Cause I am a Saskatchewan girl. Oh. So it was just, it was like, coming. So it felt home. good. Mm-hmm. So in tell me what you did on the weekend. Girl. Okay. I had grand plans. <laughs> um, you know, we painted everything in the house that didn't yeah. move, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing that's left is our master bathroom and closet. Okay. And, you know, we put the barn door up. And so we've sort of closed that area off because that's going to be the hardest piece. Mm-hmm. One, because I needed to clean up my closet. And I think we've been here 17 years and there's 17 years worth of shit stuffed okay. in every crevice. And then there's the bathroom, which when I painted it 12 years ago, 10, 11, 12 years ago, I had this wild idea. I'm going to crackle it. And it was pretty for a minute, but mm-hmm. then the heat from the shower or the steam from the shower, oh, you know, no. that humidity yes. got in between the crackle and the wall. Yeah. So, but it looked like an old house, like an old house with paint flaking off. We'll say. Yeah. 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 But I've tried to go, okay, but this just makes me feel like I'm in an old comfortable house. Like I tried to make it a positive, right? That's a good way. That's a good way to flip it. Because I was going, I'm not fucking painting this, this room again right now. Yeah. So I've left it and, and it hasn't really driven, driven me nuts, but now that everything is fresh and painted, I'm like, that needs to be clean. I want to walk in there and it was going to feel different once I paint it. Mm-hmm. Plus it's in our family area. And so I'm like everything. And that's the last piece. And it, it's so interesting that seeing family I hadn't seen in so long really put that oh. like clean your mess up girl, yeah. especially in the family area of the, of your home, like clean it up. Um, so I'm like the mother talking to the child. Um, cause I'm getting ready to paint, start painting the bathroom. I have to sand and all that first. Oh. So I'm like, you cannot start this bathroom until that closet is clean. You know, sort of like my gift. Yeah. Yeah. So I go in there just like a child would get everything put up, hung up, straightened, which means I organize the shit in boxes, just a little bit more. And I step back and look at it and I'm like, yeah, that, that didn't do it. You're going to have to empty out this closet, which did not sound like fun. And I'm telling you, I had stuff lined up all through my bedroom. There was barely any space to walk in the bathroom. I mean, I had a little bit of a trail so I could get through. Um, I think it was 10 hours. Oh my gosh. On the closet because it wasn't just taking it out. It was opening up the boxes, going through the stuff to see what is relevant. Do I need to keep anything? 
I didn't want to blindly throw anything amazing away. And I did find some crazy things. I found an interview that I didn't remember doing until I listened to it. Okay. Um, that I met this lady in the coffee shop. She wanted to interview me and she sent me a recording of, of the CD. And so that it was right as I was getting into feng shui, it might've been, it might've been when I was recording um, feng shui your way. It might've been in that phase, but, um, but I found that. And then I found some letters from my grandma that were really pretty cool, but girl, I found some dark stuff. Like I found some letters and some memories that in your bathroom closet, this is where you chose to keep them. My master. Oh, your master. Okay. Master bathroom. Yes. Okay. It's in our master closet. So it's huge. Okay. It's not as huge as I want it to be, believe me, but it it has enough space for me to store a whole bunch of shit. Okay. Um, I filled up two trash cans. Wow. I got rid of some stuff. And then I have piles out there. We have a thrift store here in Leander. So I'm going to take them, um, a bunch of stuff and then I have a throwaway pile and then I have a keep pile for, you know, some of the photo or pictures, artwork that, that I want to keep, but it's interesting what's come up for me and how going through all of those memories kind of brought me back there. Mm -hmm. And it made me realize when we keep stuff like that in our space, we're just stuffing it. And it's so funny because I almost called you because I I had these boxes of cards and, and I'm like, can I throw these away? And then I'm like, well, when I die, do I want my kids to have to throw it away? You're never really going to read them if you want again and get rid of them. Yeah. Sandra would tell you, get them out of your space. Sandra would. I didn't even need, I knew. But it's just, I'm, I'm excited. It's been rough because it's brought up so much stuff that I have just, stuffed. you know, that's maybe why it's called stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it's it like I read one time someone had said it was a feng shui practitioner. Someone had said the things we place in our, in our closets are like old held beliefs. Oh, yes. And so, yes. And and I've always thought they're the things that we are choosing not to look at, right? Like they're the things that we are intentionally choosing not to look at when we, when we place them in the closet and close the door, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can't all be Monica Geller. Like it's, you know, (laughs) because her closet was stuffed full of stuff that's everything that she, you know, represents yeah. the things that she's not wanting to look at mm-hmm. like literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yes. And for me, it's just like, yeah, it was like all of the beliefs that I was holding on to, all the things that were holding me back were in my closet. And so um, every time I, I look at a closet, like the one that's in this room right now, it's full of things that I'm thinking, Oh, I need to release some stuff mm-hmm. because I'm in this process of really releasing beliefs that are holding me back. Yes. And it's just old a beautiful stuff. old stuff. Yeah. 
not that I don't think that we shouldn't keep some old things that we love. Oh, for sure. But the cards, the greeting card, like the thank you cards, the like, you know, happy birthday, happy 41st birthday, happy 30th. I mean, but, some of the stuff that was in my closet was over 20 years old. Right. Okay. You know, and, and will it bring you joy? I mean, we need to Marie Kondo this shit. Will it bring you joy to read this again? Like, did you open this up and go, Oh my gosh, happy 33rd birthday. Yay. Love Tom. You know, it's like, right. like who the fuck is Tom? We don't even know. Why are we keeping this? Yeah. And yeah. different when you, the feel and the joy when you open something up and it's from, you know, your grandma. Oh, that, when, like, when I opened up her letters, I was like, oh my God. And that's really what made me start fishing. Right. Because I thought any, her handwriting needs to be saved. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Do you want to know something crazy? I should, I will take a picture and I will put it on our Facebook page. I, I have a picture or I have a little piece of masking tape. This is apricot on it. My grandmother made this apricot jam and it was in the freezer and she had passed and I found this apricot jam and I just loved her handwriting in Sharpie marker on this piece of tape. So I took the piece of tape off and it is now on the inside of one of my cupboards How and I look awesome at it all the time. Yes. Yeah. And people who were in my house might go, you really love apricots. And I actually don't, I don't even like apricots, <laughs> but, but it's a reminder. It's like this. Oh yeah. Like I just love her handwriting and like, it's like, and I have other things from her. I have like recipes that she wrote in her handwriting to me, but there's mm -hmm. something about this apricot. I don't know. It's just magical. Like I just, mm -hmm. I just freaking love it. So there's a difference, right? Yeah. Because if I got a card from, if I found a card from her and it said, love grandma, not as meaningful to me as a piece of tape. This is apricot right. or a letter that she wrote you or a letter. Mm -hmm. It's like, what does it mean to me? And if it doesn't really have a deep meaning, I think it's okay to let go. In mm -hmm. fact, because I want to open up my yeah. space. To, well, and we'll do that in other areas. Yeah. You know, as we let that shit go, mm -hmm. um, we start looking at everything in that way. Mm -hmm. And it, it's funny, Paul and I were playing pool last night and we start talking, and we do get very philosophical when we play pool, as stupid as that sounds. But we look at how we play pool is how we live life. Oh my God. And when I am ever, there's meaning in everything. Like I totally there's meaning we're in everything. Both, we're both so the same. It's like, wow, yeah. mind blowing. Everyone could be listening to this going, are you kidding me? But I'm like right there with you. You get okay. it. You get what I'm saying. So I totally do. Plus I love cool. There are nights that I am on and focused and I'll think about what I'm doing. I don't just shoot to move the balls. Yeah. And I'll make some shots and I'll go, damn girl. And I was playing with my girlfriend this weekend and she's like, you're getting a little sharky. 
But I have those moments where I'm very deliberate and I know what I'm going to do and I can see it happen. And then there are these moments where I'm like, well, that looks too hard and I don't feel like focusing that hard. So I'm just going to move these balls. Yeah. And then I move the balls and then I'm like, why didn't I try the shot? Like, why did I take the easy way out? And and we do that in life. I I see myself do that when I'm like, that looks too hard. I'm just going to move some balls over here instead of going for what I want. And Paul and I, we watch each other. And when one of us does really good, it's not like, uh, oh shit, he's going to win. I better do something. It was like, holy shit, that was a badass shot. Like, wow. And we were talking about how when we're competitive with people, we aren't learning from them. When we are watching what they do and admiring the way like the shot that they took, whether it's in pool or in life and going, wow, how the fuck did you do that? You know, that was so amazing. We're learning because we're watching them. Yeah. But when we're competing with them, we're not paying attention to that. We're just pissed off that they're ahead of us. That is so good. And it like, so we're having this conversation. He goes, baby, are you going to write this shit down? (laughs) because <laughs> I do that like I'll pause the game because we'll be talking about profound things yeah and and I'm like okay and he's he totally gave me permission and um, to to stop the game and go write it down and I don't know if he regretted it or not because <laughs> I got like <gasps> that much now oh this was about three different conversations mm-hmm. but but we get into these modes and, and then it's like, how do we apply this to life? Like, yeah. can we stop looking at other people as competition and start looking at like, what can I learn from you? Yeah. Because when we do that, we, everybody grows, you know? It's so true. It's so and then true. you don't have that angst of, oh my God, I'm going to lose. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to finish well, your game. <laughs> and I, and I think we manifest more too. Um, when we're in this state of appreciation mm-hmm. and, you know, like a lot of times in business, we, we get into spaces where people are doing really, really well. And initially you're like, oh, fuck, I want that. Like I, I talk my clients through this all the time. It's like, oh my God, like, why is she kicking ass? And I can't like, what the fuck? And it's, in some ways, you know, I've, I've worked with women who have gone, like, I just want what she has and she doesn't deserve it. And it must be bullshit. Right. She must be lying. Well, then they don't want it bad enough. Right. Or then it's, Oh, why can't I do that? Why can't I create that? Why can't I do that for me? Happy for her pissed off for me. And then there's like, Oh, she can do it. I can do it. Yes. That's where it's at. Yeah. If they can do it, we can do it. Yeah. It's so many people are stuck thinking this is my life. This is all I'll ever do. This is all because they've never been taught. You can do whatever you want. It is like open season. What do you want to do? Go do it. And so we hold ourselves back because we say, this is my place. Maybe I'm not worth more. Maybe I don't deserve more. 
Um, But yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. But when you get to that place that you go, that's where all the good stuff is. It is. And that's where you start to manifest. Yes. Because you see it. You see it's possible. I have said to, I've said to my husband so often, like I was so lucky because like I come from, my dad um, had a business. So, you know, I kind of know that, I mean, for the good and the bad, I I took in some things that were limiting beliefs for me. And then I've taken in some things that were like, I can do this, you know? Um, and I spent a lot of time, like we lived next to my grandmother and my grandmother was just like, anything is possible. Like, it was like, I never would make ever a mistake, like never, um, you know, it was like, she never, ever held me back. It was like, I was put up on this pedestal to like do good in the world. And no matter what I did, I was going to thrive and I was going to succeed. And she was just like my biggest cheerleader. It felt like to me. And I said to Cam, I was so lucky to have had that in my grandmother Mm -hmm. and to be so close and to, you know, and my mom was like always, you know, cheering me on and, you know, sort of supporting me and things. And I was so lucky to have that in my life Mm -hmm. because so many people do not, even him. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like I, I still, you know, I'm, I'm working with uh, my coach, Jana Kingsford, and we're working through deep, deep, <laughs> dark beliefs, you know, like the, yeah. the beliefs that hold us back from where we are to where we want to go. And there are more of them if you want to go huge places. Mm-hmm. And so we're working through all this stuff. And I just think, wow, like, I'm so grateful for having the foundation that I do have Mm -hmm. because so many people don't. And that's the power. That's the power of our words. Yes. And so if we tell our kids, so I'll give you an example. I am five foot two. I am short and that is okay. And here's why, because I stopped growing. This is my recollection. Okay. But I stopped growing at in fifth grade. Oh, this is same with she. And in fifth grade, I was tall. So was she. And my mother. She's five two as well, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. My mother um, is, I want to say she's five eight, but I think she's really five six because she did seem so tall to me. Yeah. Um, and my, my grandmother was like, five foot, one half inch. But my father, I think he was six feet. I don't think he's six feet anymore, but I think it in the day he was six feet. So I have these tall parents. And so they see me at 10 or fifth grade or whatever. And they're like, yeah, she's going to be tall. So I always felt tall. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until seventh or eighth grade and I'm talking to one of the short girls in the class, except I'm looking up to her and I'm like, you are so cute. And she's like, oh my God, you're shorter than I am. Shut up. And <laughs> something like that, you know, and she wasn't being mean. I think she was being funny, but I was like, I am not short. And then I realized, holy shit, 
she's like way taller than you. You are short. Yeah. And, but because I had that belief from childhood that I was tall, I never believed that I was short. I mean, I, I knew, I knew I was short, but I didn't feel short. Yeah. So I didn't walk around like I, you know, there's something wrong with me because some people don't like it. And it's, yeah. um, but it's just interesting. The beliefs it's so that, true that we pick up. Yeah. Shay, same sort of thing. Like Shay, I think in grade five was the tallest in her class, like, and always had been like mm-hmm. super tall. And so all of us, like I'm five ten, Cam is five ten. My son is six, almost six, three. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and my dad was six, one, my mom is five ten. my brother's six, three, I think too. Oh, I mean, like, so I'm used to everyone being tall and, and I just assumed Shay would be too. And she's five, two. She just stopped growing, mm-hmm. but she loves being short. Well, but you she- have more options for real. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know, it's true. And she like, I don't know. It's like, you know, Cole, uh, will tease her. And he'll like take her toothbrush and he'll put it up on the top shelf of the bathroom counter because she can't get it. <laughs> but it's I have a ladder in my kitchen. Yeah, she's not that <laughs> thrilled about that per se. But you know, it's like she really does sort of just embrace her height, yeah, yeah. which I love. But we also didn't like raise her to like put her down or, you know, like lots of people would have been right. And so not that you can't come out of that, but it takes you the work to get out of that. It's just a good foundation that you have. Yeah. Like I had enough shit to work through my own creation. Don't add being short to the list. (laughs) (laughs) That seems silly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, girl, I think that we are out of time and it really feels like we just started talking. I know Um, we had a lot of topics that, but they were all awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you, Sandra. I enjoyed our day. Um, Thank you guys for joining us on the happy half hour. We will see you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.